to say this. I hunger. I hunger. I hunger for more of you, God. I hunger for more of you, God. I hunger for growth. I hunger for growth. I hunger to see. I hunger to see the goodness of God. The goodness of God. Right here. Right here. In the land of the living. In the land of the living. I hunger for peace. I hunger for peace. I hunger for righteousness. I hunger for righteousness. God, I hunger. God, I hunger. Oh, Father, we just thank Woo. you. That yes, we are Lord. hungry for more of you. Yes, Lord. Not, not just in a, in a knowledge. We want to experience more and yes, more. Yes, we don't want to live on yesterday's blessings. Mm. We don't want to live on yesterday's experiences. Today we come boldly before the throne of grace. Today we receive those benefits that you daily load us with. We thank you today. We hunger, Lord. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, this morning, Pastor Wendy is going to bring the word, and I, you normally I would just let her jump up here and go ahead and do it, but uh, you know, this morning I wanted to say I, we so appreciate having Pastor Wendy bring the word, and you don't get to see the behind-the-scenes <laughs> things that go on whenever she's asked. So I asked her like a month ago, oh. and ever since that time, it's been like, like, oh, what am I going to do? And she just studies, and she studies, and she seeks, and she seeks, and, you know, as the week's approaching, she's just like, she's got like millions of pages just everywhere, and she's saying, <laughs> God, what is needed That's for right, right now? Yeah. And so you know that whenever Pastor Wendy brings a word, it's not one that she's going to give you just haphazardly or flippantly. She has sought the Lord, and, and God has said, this is what I need you to speak in this hour. And you're going to have to be careful as you get up here today because there's just such an unction an of prophecy unction. that it has is. dropped in this place. And yes. you could s easily slip off into yes. that. But yes. do what is necessary and yeah. what the Lord has put on your heart. Hallelujah. Come on ahead. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. I'm just so thankful. You know, there's a saying that says, um, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is called is a gift because it's called the present. And I think we need to really um, hold our days with great value. Yes. Yes. Hold the freedoms that we have in a great, a great close to your heart. Um, we are in a time, a, such a time as this, that God is, all the world is orchestrating and, and um, being put in place being put in place. There's a time, there's, God has a, a chronology, chronological time, a chrono, chronos time, right, where the natural seasons and months and years and accumulation of time happens. But then he also has a kairos time, a moment where all, everything that he has orchestrated and done, all of a sudden, it just all collides and falls into place. And I believe that this is the hour and this is the day that we are living in. So much that we sang this morning, I thank you, worship team, that we so need to keep our eyes upon Jesus. So keep our eyes not on the media. The media only covers what they want to. There's so much happening in our capital today. But God has eyes on it all, right? He has eyes on our hearts and on us wanting peace, wanting his will, wanting to be positioned as a body of the, of the church of the living God. Yes. We are the army. 
right? We are not dead bones in a grave, just like Jesus is not dead bones in a grave. After three days, he rose again. And I believe that this is the hour where the church is going to rise again. The church needs to rise and know its authority, um, to know the promises that God has given to them. Uh, the church is going to arise with a, a tenacious, um, a viracious appetite for him. We have prayed and prayed. I'm more and more coming out of my heart is that I am praying for the body of Christ to have a hunger for him like nothing else. You can't live on the mashed potatoes, roast beef, and gravy that you had on Thursday. You need it today. What happened the other day is past. It's history. What you are doing in your life today is what is going to set you up for the next day and the next day and the next day. I know there's days where we're, complacency will try to come upon you that you may not want to get out of bed that hour early before the kids wake up. <laughs> you may not want to hit the treadmill or run a mile um, because uh, your flesh is saying no. But today may be your only day. And we need to look at our days that there is a reason that we are here on this earth. There is a reason that we are here for such a time as this. God always raised up people in different generations to be able to speak the word with boldness, to be able to proclaim the direction that the body of Christ is going in, to be able to uh, set um, action to our feet. And that's what I believe that God wants us to do today. This is a, prepara a preparation time that you are carrying something within you that this moment needs. You are needed for this moment. Yes, it's not just, oh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm just me. No, you are tremendously valuable to the Lord. You have something in you that nobody else has. Your personality, your individuality, it can only reach people that not everybody else can reach. Yes. You have an opportunity to cross paths with people that may never, ever, ever hear the gospel again because Jesus is coming. We are in a crunch of time that when all the, everything is getting set up in the, the Middle East for the, the Ezekiel War, oh my, my, you know, tankers and bombers and air flight and, and submarines and all weapons of man, uh, of mass destruction are all set on the borders of things to do. People jockeying for position because they want to take over Israel. They want to be the, the winners. But God has got a plan. God has always looked out for his people. He's always looked out for Israel. He's always protected them. And this is the day that we are living in now. There is a time we are just in that sliver grain of time. And I'm not preaching this to make you to lose hope that there's no point living for tomorrow or having hope for tomorrow. No, no, no. You are the hope of the world. <laughs> You are the hope with the smile on your face, with the trust in your heart, with the peace in your heart, that God's got this, and he's got you. He's got you. He's got everything that you need to put you over in this world. All the promises to, that he's given to us are yes and amen. So be it. So be it. The promises. So be it the foundation. It's so important to get the word of God into your heart. The word that you have is the, the word that you have in your heart is the word that you stand on. Not my word, 
not Pastor Jordan's word, not anybody else's. It's only God's word that has the capability to hold you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. His word is what puts you over. And when we hunger for it, and when we hunger for his presence, and we desire him, um, he, he, he puts us in position. And I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Woo, shuffle the deck, right? He says, arise, shine, for the glory has come. The glory shall be seen, right? Oh, I need glasses, sorry. Arise, shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness. Or another translation says, dense darkness. The people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon you. His glory shall be seen upon you. You are the light of the world. You have within you uh, the, 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 the energizer battery that you know what I mean? Nothing else is greater than the power of God within you. Arise and shine for the light has come. The glory of the Lord, right? The glory of the Lord is going to cover this earth. And, and it's not going to just come from twinkling stars and everybody connecting their lights. No, it's going to come out of earthen vessels. It's going to come out of, it's going to come out of uh, precious treasures that, he, that Jesus went to the cross, gave his life for you because you are so valuable to him. You are so valuable to him. He sees what is happening in the darkness. He sees what's going on in everything, uh, the positioning behind the scenes. He sees it all. He sees it all. And, and, and then I was thinking of uh, Daniel. And, and Daniel, he was in a, a time where, where the king Nebuchadnezzar had had a dream, but when he woke up in the morning, he didn't remember the dream. And so he brought together all his sorcerers and enchanters and magicians and everybody, and he says, tell me the dream. And they're like, well, who can, who can do that, you know? And he's like, well, you better tell me the dream or you're all dead by tomorrow. This is, the, this is, this is it. This is it. <laughs> and so Daniel, Daniel, when he heard that uh, um, an incitement to go against all, all of the wise men, uh, was, was the proclamation was put out, um, he, he said to the king, what, what, what's, what's going on? And so he said, Daniel said to him, give me some time. Give me some time. And so he gathered together with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's great to have friends in the faith. We need friends in the faith. We need friends that we can call on and say, oh, my world is being shaken right now. We need friends in the faith. We need to link arms. We are the army, right? link shields of faith together. We are the army of the living God. We need to call each other, encourage each other. How's your day? I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you, Rochelle. I'm praying for you today that you've got victory over everything. And so, and so that's, what, that's what Daniel did. He took his four, three friends, and the four of them went into, he said, in the night. They prayed all night. They had a prayer meeting all night long. When was the last time he stayed up all night praying? because God had woken you up in the night. God had put someone on your heart to pray for. God had, God had just stirred something in you so much that you thought, I can't sleep. Sleep is impossible. Lord, I just want you. I just want you. 
And so that's where they're at. And, they, and as they're praying, God revealed to Daniel. <laughs> he showed him exactly what the king had, had dreamed. And he went to the king the next day and he told him, the, told him the dream and he told him the interpretation. And so God has things that he wants to show you. There's a, there's a time that we are in, but we need to have vision. That's why my glasses, they're not going to fall on the floor anymore. We need to have vision, vision to see clearly what God wants us to walk into, what God wants us to do, because he's equipped you to do so. When we were in 2003, when we were in uh, Toronto, um, we went to Brother Hagen's last conference that he had alive on this earth. And on the Friday night, the, the family, we all went, and we had three different vehicles, and we were all uh, caravanning to the, the meeting, and we had a glorious time in the meeting. And, and as we were coming home, it was like coming back to our, our hotel, and we're like, well, where's all the lights? The street lights and the traffic lights aren't working. There's no lights in the restaurants. There's no lights in the, the buildings around us. I'm like, where's, where's all the lights? And when we get to our hotel room, the guy meets us in the lobby, and he's like, there's no power. No power. The power was out on the whole eastern seaboard all along. It was out for days. <laughs> and, and, and so we are in Toronto. <laughs> and, and it's like it was the eeriest thing because all you could hear was smash. People, cars smashing into each other because there was no direction in the traffic lights and the city lights. People were taking their lives in hand, standing out in the middle of the intersection, stopping people and trying to conduct traffic, you know. It was like horrendous. And when we get to the hotel room, um, the lobby, the guy hands us a, a Pepsi bottle with a, a tapered candle stuck in the top of it. And we're like, okay, <laughs> what's this going to do for us? And he's like, there's, there's nothing more I can do. So, so we, we open the door to go to the stairwell because the elevators aren't working. And we go to the stairwell, and, and, um, and there was a, a group of us, and we had our little candle burning. And, and all of a sudden, they, we opened the door to go into the stairwell, and the, and the door clamped, closed, and it went <laughs> And it's like, oh, oh now what? <laughs> now what? Now what do we do? And so we just kind of felt. We literally felt. And when they were talking about, you know, in the land of Goshen, that there was uh, in... in um, when uh, God was uh, dealing with Pharaoh's heart to set the Israelites free, there was a part when it, in that scripture that I said that there was gross darkness, dense darkness. And in the land, uh, in the, when God was bringing the Israelites out of Egypt, um, dark, great, dense, gross darkness came over the land of Egypt for three days. It was so deep that people did not move did not move from their homes, did not move from their position for three days. Can you imagine? And here we're just in a stairwell like, there's nothing. But to live like that for three days, it's like, Lord? <laughs> you know? But the difference is that when they, the, in the land of Goshen, where the Israelites lived, it says they had light in their natural light. They had supernatural light in their dwellings. And so... The light went out. We felt our way all the way up the stairways. We had our key for the door. It was like, which room is ours? <laughs> I don't know. I know we're on this floor, but which one is ours? So we're feeling along the doors and feeling along the doors. And it's like, 
nope, not that one, feeling along the doors, nope, not that one, keep going, and all of a sudden we came to this door, there was light beaming out from it all the way around. None of the other doors were like that. This door had light all, all the way around it. I took a, that's ours, right? That's ours. That's the glory of the Lord that's risen upon you, within you, upon you. People will see the light of God in your face and in your homes. Things happen. I don't know whether we'll have another blackout or a snowstorm where, you know what I mean, ice storm where the power's off. I don't know. We, we can't go running to hide in the bush and have every generator and every candle and every can of soup and everything and everything. You've got to believe at some point that God's got you. At some point, you just got to rebuke the fear, yeah. right? Yeah. Rebuke the fear, rebuke the dense darkness, rebuke the lies and the doubts, yeah. right? Yeah. Rebuke what the media and what, what the world is trying to come at you with because you are a chosen generation. Yeah. You are different than the world. Yeah. You were brought out of that darkness yeah. into the kingdom of light. Yeah. You are different. There's something different about you. You are a peculiar and a chosen generation. We may look funny on the outside or funny on the inside, but whew, I want to be filled wall-to-wall glory. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't really care. And so in the blackout, we, the next day we got our gas, which that was quite a miracle, <laughs> to have to fight for gas to get out of town, right? But God is not wanting us to have a vision, wanting us to to um, know the direction that he wants us to go in. Vision is something that you see and hear. Daniel got it in the night. You can have it. You can have vision reading the word. You can have vision going for a walk. You can have vision in prayer. You can have vision in a song where you are caught up, where you are just raptured in that moment of time, a kairos moment of time. God has times appointed for you to walk into in prayer and in worship and in provision for your family. God has time for you. And so we need to, we need to glean it. It's valuable. Nothing else, nothing can be replaced. Time, time can never be replaced. It's the only commodity in this whole world that, that, that it cannot be replaced. Time cannot be replaced. And so God want, is positioning us right in this moment for him to do a work in our lives. He wants to produce vision that we would have eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to understand, to understand the direction. People with uh, revelation, you know, when they come to the table with revelation of what God wants them to do, nothing else in the, the room trumps it. Revelation and seeing what God wants you to say, do, walk in, and have is nothing else compares to it. And moments in time of being with him, he will reveal things to you just like he did to Daniel. He will reveal things to you that you need to walk in in your life, the way you need to structure your finances, the way you need to manage your family time, the way you need to um, be um, more uh, integrity and honorable in your workplace. He wants, to, he wants to adjust, bring an adjustment, bring an adjustment in our lives because when it's all said and done, it's the very confidence of our own heart that gives us tremendous faith 
and position in him. If our heart condemns us not, then we have confidence in him. So position yourself. Get rid of all the clutter. Simplify. I don't care if you downsize, sleep in a tent or whatever. Get rid of the access. Give away. I'm not saying have a yard sale. I'm saying give away. Sow seed into other people. Give things that, that clear, clear. You need to clear clutter. So when God commissions you to do something, you don't have, but I have, I have cattle I have to look after. I have, I have, I have a, a father I have to look after. This is what a, some of the prophets, when, when God spoke to them to call them into the ministry, they're like, but I, but I have to go. I have to deal with back here. But we need to position, get things in order. So when God tells us time is up, we're ready. And another thing that I have such a weird, uh, so uh, uh, mm, interest in, is to have my home, and to have my Bibles marked, to have my tapes in order, so that after the rapture of the church, whoever comes into my house is going to find the help that they need. People are going to be left behind. Jesus is coming. He's coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle. And if we think that we can just pitter along on life, case sera, sera, it's not like that anymore. This is a moment of time where it's crucial to the outcome of who goes to heaven. Who goes to heaven? Your family may have rejected you. Your family may, not, may have said, mine said to me, you're Jehovah Witness, don't come into my house. You know? And mine were like, we liked you better when you were stoned and on drugs, <laughs> you know? And, and they're like, don't preach me this Jesus stuff. And so for a lot, a lot, a lot of years, you show as much love and mercy as you can and honor them in a way that you can. But when it's all said and done, there's a moment of time where I was able to say to my mom a few weeks ago, hadn't talked to her about Jesus in 20-plus years. And I've had an opportunity to say to mom, if you... We're in the, a moment that you know that today is your very last day. Are you confident you would go to heaven or to hell? I led her to the Lord a lot of years ago, but she's never, ever lived a life. And I think sometimes people just get disillusioned with what they think life should be. And the hardships of life weighs them down. But this is the time for God to reveal to you a word in due season and say to them, he'll give you the key to say to their heart, exactly, God loves you. He saw what happened 15 years ago. It's okay. It's covered under my blood. I got you. I got you. You're forgiven. Jesus came that all the sins of the whole world are forgiven. There's nothing, nothing to hold you back. You're already cleansed. The blood has already been applied. It's already valuable. It's already poured out over your life. The blood is more than enough. Jesus, everything that he did is more than enough for you to walk walk and have confidence that if you were to die and go to die today would you spend eternity in heaven or eternity in hell that's that's the time that we are in and it's crucial and it's coming out of me and i don't know where i'm mm, okay i don't know i don't know i think i've just had such a spirit of prayer upon me lately that i've had an excitement in my heart lately I have an excitement. There is that last scripture that I do want to share. Um, it is um, the path. 
Mm. The path of the just and righteous is like the light of dawn that shines more and more brighter and clearer until it reaches its full strength and glory in the perfect day to be prepared. I had a vision many years ago when we were at the other church building, and in this vision I saw um, a sun, a light on the horizon. It was like three quarters of the way up at that time when I had the vision. And it was bright, and everything around it was dark, but the brightness of the glory of this light was causing people, all the, all, there was a great stream of people walking with their hands raised in the air, walking towards the light. As the light shines brighter and brighter, <laughs> and the world gets darker and darker, we need to position and walk towards the light. Walk towards it, be filled with the light, head towards it, right? The dawn, the day star, God is rising, the morning star, the brighter morning star, the fullness of everything. He says from uh, his glory will be seen and then it will cover the whole earth. The light, Muslims, people are getting saved and having visions and dreams and encounters with Jesus, with angels. God is sending out the, his full force to get into, the, into the, the whole world. He's not willing that any man should perish. He doesn't want anyone to lose their way, right? He doesn't want anyone walking around in darkness and stumbling up the stairs. He doesn't want anyone doing that. If you need help in any way, Jesus is the only answer. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. He's the light on the hill, and we are heading towards it. Let's stand to our feet today. <coughs> Hallelujah. 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 Lord, Lord, you've positioned us for such a time as this. Oh, Lord, then we position our hearts before you for such a time as this. We choose you. We choose your way. Mm, we choose your way. Yes, Lord. That was a song that the Spirit came through me on that New Year's Eve when we were here in this meeting for a service and that he is the way. He is the only way. And that he is the, the, as we turn to him, he will expose the way for us to walk in. Trust in him, trust in him. And so, Father, I just pray for every person here and online. I pray, Lord, that you know exactly where their heart is, Father, that they have, if they have been uh, slack in their walk with you, Father, that they would, they would come back into step, <laughs> that they would come back into step, that they would not be more out than in, but they would be in. <laughs> Sometimes we can be more out than in, but we don't want to be on the fringe of the water. We want to be knee-deep, waist-deep, and swimming in it. We don't want to be just twinkling our feet in the side and playing church and being someone uh, on one day of the week, but the rest of the week we're a tyrant at home. <laughs> no, 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 no. Father, we come in and we wade into you this day. We wade into your presence, Lord. We wade into you. You know where we're at when we trust you. We know where you, oh, we just trust you. We just trust you. I just pray that every heart every heart would give themselves to you in a new and a consecrated way, that we would live with such a fervency, with such a tenacity, with such a confidence in you, that we will be unmovable and unshakable in this world. That when the winds of this uh, and diversity of, and ad adversity comes our way, that we will be like that palm tree. Oh, we may be laid right down on the side, but our roots still go down deep in you. 
Our roots are deep in you. We are rooted and grounded so deep in your love. We are rooted in you. And so, Father, I just pray to lift up every heart that hangs and feeble knees and hands that hang down. Lift them up. Encourage them in you. I just speak encouragement. Encouragement. God's got you. God's got you. He knows where you live. <laughs> he knows where you are. He knows exactly what you need. He says, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> I'm for you, not against you. Oh, I'm for you. I'm so for you. You're my children. You're my daughter. You're my son. I'm so for you. Oh, so for you. Oh, Jesus, King of glory, the light of the world. Oh, come quickly, Lord. Come quickly. Send quickly laborers into this harvest field. Send us, Father. Thank you for equipping us to go forth, to go forth as a mighty army, <laughs> the body, the body of Christ. Oh, the church all around this world that as we link arms, Father, and, and just walking, walking with you, hmm, walking this day, day to day with you. And we give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 oh Jesus, 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 we look to you, we call on your name that's above every other name, in the name of Jesus. Have victory. In the name of Jesus, have health. In the name of Jesus, have wholeness and soundness of mind. In the name of Jesus, there is no fear here. In the name of Jesus, faith arise in your heart. In the name of Jesus, have clarity of mind and soul and spirit. In the name of Jesus, wholeness, wholeness from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Oh, nothing missing, nothing broken. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, above all names, King of kings and Lord of lords, we trust in you and we worship you this day. Glory, hallelujah. 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 Well, as uh, the centurion said to Jesus, just speak the word and your servant will be healed. You know, that's what Pastor Wendy was just doing there. She was declaring things over you. You don't always need someone to lay hands on you or to speak a specific word, but just declare what God has said about you. Wholeness and peace. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, there's a scripture that Pastor Wendy's been really big on for a month and a half now that I'm surprised she didn't share with you, but in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 14 or 15 in the Amplified, it says that you may show yourselves to be blameless and guileless, innocent and uncontaminated children of God without blemish in the midst of a cro crooked and wicked generation 
among whom you, Casey's about to talk about you, talked about them, but it's better to focus on what, who are you, among whom you are seen as bright lights, stars and beacons shining out clearly into a dark world. We need a little more light coming out of the Christians. Amp it up. I, I love what Martin Luther King Jr. said. You don't fight hate with hate. We need more light shining through Christians. We need more love being extended. So you are, stars are beacons shining out clearly in a dark world. Verse 16 says, holding out it and offering it to all men, the word of life, so that in the day of Christ, I may have something of which to rejoice and glory that I did not run my race in vain or spend my labor to no purpose. Oh, I love that last part. Because we can do things that are really unimportant, but you have a purpose and you have a calling upon your life and God is saying, will you let me work with you? Will you let me run with you? Oh, because he's just standing there and he's waiting, waiting for you to agree. Amen? Amen. If you need prayer for anything, our, our word care team will be over here at the front. Even though Pastor Wendy has already spoken over you, if you, if you anything else you need agreement with, she'll be available to you. If you'd like to give this morning, you can do so at wordchurch.ca forward slash give. And I'm going to point that out because Pastor Robin, you always say backward slash. It's forward slash give. It's forward slash give. Or there's uh, envelopes in the seat in front of you and a basket at the back. But guys, man, you are blessed. You are going to have an awesome week. How do I know that? Because God's going with you. Yes. We'll see you all soon. Have a wonderful day.